When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. This podcast is sponsored by flashfilmacademy.com. If you're into photography, filmmaking, or video production, FlashFilmAcademy.com is an online training platform designed to help you monetize your passion. There's a ton of information online to help you capture a better image, but there's only one place you need to go if your goal is to make a living doing what you love. Enroll today to get three free courses. FlashFilmAcademy.com. It's time to turn your passion into profit. Before we even get started with the podcast, I want to introduce something new to you. If you're tired of missing these live streams or missing videos, we have a new service where we can text you when we go live or launch a new video. All you got to do is text flash film to 74121. That's one word flash film to 74121. All right, let's get started. What is going on, everybody? What is going on? How y'all doing today? Hope everybody feeling good. Make sure you post where you're from in those comments. I like to see where y'all from, everybody who's jumping in the room. It's going to be short and sweet today. That's how we're doing it from here on out. Today, we're talking about how to compete with cheat. You submit some stuff to a client or you're going up against clients um, or you're working with clients and they're getting other proposals from cheap people, cheap companies, cheap businesses, or they are cheap. Today, we're going to talk about how to compete with that, how to beat it. Money, honestly, for me, is no longer an objective um, or an objection that I cannot overcome. And that's something you need to get good at as a business owner. But today we're going to talk about five or six things you need to be doing that makes it easy for you to say the price you want to say compared to everybody else that's lowballing. Trust me, when you do it right, all of the cheap guys, their, their tactics, their skills will backfire on them if you do it right. Today, we're going to talk about that. So, you know what we got to do? We got to roll graphics and then uh, we're going to get right into it. Let's do it. Let's do it. We got Rochester. We got Milwaukee. Let's do it. Posting them, them locations. Let's go. You're listening to Content and Cash, a Flash Film Academy podcast. If you want to learn how to take pretty pictures, this is not the place. But if you're ready to make a living by learning the business behind the camera, buckle up because it's time to turn passion into profit with your host, Ty Turner. What's really good? If this is your first time on this channel right here, my name is Ty Turner. I'm a former Army combat photographer and the owner of Flash Film Media, which is one of the most trusted production companies here in the great state of Texas. And today we're going to talk about competing with the cheap guy things you need to put in place so that you won't have a problem there. Um, and it takes a lot from you. You know, it takes a lot from you. First, 
I'm going to go ahead and pop on the screen today's sponsor, which is always our sponsor. It's us over at Flash Film Academy. Go over, check out our courses, our contracts. If you are a content creator right now, we're going back with, uh, I get tons of emails about this. So we're going back to it. The live 15% off coupon. If you use that promo code during the live, you'll save 15% off your purchase. That's courses or contracts, especially contract packs. I get a lot of that. There you go. I got an email today about it, about the podcast pack. There you go. So everything is over there. Check that out and let's go from there. Now, let's talk about this. Let's talk about a few things, right? Because this is a problem that a lot of new guys or those who are going into business run into. They run into having issues with, um, you know, cheap people or cheap clients or competing with other companies that submit cheaper bids. And today I'm going to talk about how to overcome that because there are some things you need to have in place to make sure that you overcome that. And once I teach you about the, the five or six steps I'm going to teach you about today, you'll see how being cheap can backfire on everybody else. And when a client has what you present and your brand in front of them, and they look at the other companies, it will destroy your competition. I love it when my clients half-ass it and they submit stuff that is just cheap. Everything about them is cheap. It makes me look better, right? So let's start with number one, how to overcome working with, um, you know, working with competition that's cheap. One, and I've said this a lot. I'm going to say it again. I talk about it like crazy, and I'm going to say that too. I talk about it um, like crazy in module one. You have to show value. Well, how do you show value, Ty? I'm tired of hearing you talk about it. What are some ways that I can show value, right? What are some ways that I can look expensive, that I can look valuable? Now, in the course, I teach you about understanding your target audience because what's valuable to your target audience is not valuable to every other target audience. It's important to know that because I can give you a cookie cutter answer. You go do it and you don't have results. Dog biscuits are valuable to people who have dogs as pets. They are not valuable to people who have cats as pets. You can give a cat owner a million dog biscuits and it means nothing to them. You can give a dog owner a million dog biscuits and it means everything to them. So for me to go tell you, go out there and get a shiny new whatever and make this look great does not matter unless you have the ability to run it by your target audience. This is me teaching you how to think and not what to think. It's very important that you look at it that way, because what works for me in my in my city and my state and my country during this time of year may not work for you. I don't want you saying, Ty said, do this. And it didn't work. Ty taught you how to think about it so that you can apply that to your situation and have success. So showing value is extremely important, but you got to know who I'm showing value to. It's not a one size fit all. And if you think it is, it's probably because you're being extra lazy right now and you don't want to put in the work to create value for your client. Now, you should show value in places like your proposal. It should not look like a bill uh, in module two. I'm going to keep busting y'all with this because a lot of these questions I get are there. People, people literally pay for consultant calls for me to tell you what's in modules. So I'm going to tell you what modules in as I go through it. In module two, I talk about how to submit a proposal that shows value. 
how to go through it and understand how to show value. In module one, again, I talk about how to get beta clients so that you understand what, what's valuable to them. Who are the people you need to be asking these questions to? Um, I seen someone posted a question about a, a brand name or a company name to, to, today on the, on the community. And the info I had for him was, it doesn't matter what we think. It matters what people who are buying from you think. That is the best person you could possibly ask those questions to. We're just guessing and assuming they can tell you the true answer. And we can be way off because we're not your ideal client, period. You can't ask vegetarians what's the best meat to serve, how you should cook meat. They won't know that they're not there for that. So to get the best results, you want to really fast track your success. You want to really grow your business fast. You want to really create content that sells. You want to go from no clients to a ton of clients. Go ask your beta client. They're going to literally give you the cheat code for success. You got to figure out who that beta client is. What type of, what is my niche? What area do I want to work in? Who do I want to sell my services to? Once you figure out that, and that's going to take some work from you, right? This ain't no get rich quick scheme. We don't do that here. That's going to take work from you. When you figure that out, you then have the ability to know who that is. Then you ask them what works. So to be cheap, number one is to show more value, right? Make sure you have a, a great website. Make sure your website is well done. It's polished. Um, it fits your target audience. I told you little, simple, small things I learned was, hey, my target audience, the person or people who are usually hiring me are over 55. Little things like making your font bigger so that they can see it helped me close five to 10% more sales. It's something so stupid and little that you don't think about. But when you understand who your target audience is and they're 55, 60 with glasses, most of them are coming to your website from a computer and not a cell phone. They need bigger fonts so that they can read the information. These are little things that cost me thousands of dollars to learn that I'm giving to you for two easy payments of free 99. There you go. So, so that's one. Make sure you have great behind the scenes footage on that website that shows value. Where's the, uh, boom. I talk about that all day in this course right here. Why is it so important to hide the behind the scenes shots? You can't say we charge $20,000 and somebody else saying they can do it for a thousand. A client won't understand unless you have behind the scenes shots showing six cameras, a crew of 10 lights, diffusers, um, dollies, glide cams, all kind of stuff. If you can show that, they will say, I get why you're more. Because your man is only over here, only got a camera. He up there with a camera and a monopod, talking about he about to create some, some great content. You have a whole crew, a staff dedicated to getting great, great quality. If the client sees that, you are more valuable, period. Just like when you go get your car fixed. If it's a one man bay, if they got one bay and one mechanic, you like they doing okay. If they got 20 bays and 50 mechanics, they got two mechanics per car. They got the person that's ringing you up ain't the person that's working on your car. They passing it along to somebody that come in and get right to it. Their facility is clean, it's bright. 
automatically you think that they are better. You need to work on your brand in ways to make clients automatically think that you're worth it. You're better. So those are things that you have to work on. So again, number one is making sure you are showing value and there's a lot of ways to do it, right? You show value in your proposal. You show value in um, your reel. You show value in things that in the quality of your website and things that are on your website. And I'm going to punch you in the throat again when I say it. Let me put this on the screen. Value is determined by your target audience. This is the part where it's going to hurt. You ready? You sitting down? It ain't about what you think. It's not about what your mama think. It ain't about what your cousin think. It ain't about what color you like. It ain't about what, how you feel and what you think should be on your website and all that. Nobody, nobody cares. You are not buying from you. So you can do one of two things right now. You can satisfy yourself. Or you can satisfy the person that's going to hand you the money. It's up to you. You can, you, can, you can determine what you want to do. If you want to go get $20 and take it out of your right pocket and put it in your left pocket, if somehow you end up with $40 doing that, congratulations. I have not found a way to do that. I have not found a way to transfer a dollar from my right pocket to my left pocket and somehow pull it out $2. If you get those magic jeans or pants or whatever, Please send a pair my way. However, I have clients that put the dollar in my right pocket. So I need to make sure I satisfy them. I need to make sure that they are happy with what I'm providing. And their information is the most valuable information to me in my business. You need somebody there to give you the inside track. You got to get beta clients. Um, so number two, um, the second thing to do to help outsell cheap for your client is to show the process, show the process. There's value in the process, right? Hey client, this is what we're going to do. When you sign this X, Y, and Z, we're going to go here, here, and here. We're going to do this, that, and this, you know, you want to make sure that the client understand what's coming. I hate when I buy stuff. And I don't know what's next. When am I here from you? When are we going to be done? When you want me to bring the, 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 the car? When you want me? I hate when I work with people and they can't tell me what's next. They can't tell me the process. They just take my money and say, all right. All right, what? What do you, what do you want me to do? Like, what am I going to do? Um, is this something you're going to fix while I'm here? Should I leave the car and come back? Like, I don't understand what's next. I hate that feeling. Your clients hate that feeling. If you can, if you can approach that situation before your client feels that way, guess who is the subject matter expert? Guess who looked like they've been doing this forever? Guess who looked like they're worth what they're asking for? You go to your doctor, go get a, go get some type of surgery and let your doctor say, come in on the 28th. And what? Compared to a doctor that's saying, hey, on the 28th, we're going to take x-rays. We're going to try to schedule for surgery within a week. During that surgery, you're going to come in for that surgery. You're not going to eat the night before. We're going to get you in blah, blah, blah. It's going to be about six weeks of recovery. You're going to have three physical training appointments. You'll be up and running by June. No problem. That is the person I feel comfortable spending my money with. That is the person that looks like they know what they are doing. If I had to choose between $500 and saying, come in tomorrow and that's it, or $1,000 and somebody who can walk me through the process, you got my money. It's worth double. 
because this person looks like they know what they're doing. I trust them instantly because they've given me a whole roadmap to success. My man's over here just saying, pay him. A lot of y'all are just sending off proposals and saying, pay me. That's it. Those are little things that's worth double the cost. You want to make two, three, four, five, ten thousand dollars a client? That's how you do it. You don't do it by going to go from 4K to 8K. It's not going to help you. You don't do it by having more lenses. That's not going to help you. That's how you do it. And understanding the value that you provide to your client. Um, you also want to make sure that your initial uh, phone call, right? You're, you're, you're providing value in that phone call. Let me, let me punch y'all in the throat again. Module two, I talk about that follow-up phone call, right? Once you send the proposal, that follow-up phone call, it should be a value-packed uppercut, uppercut. It should be a fist fight against an opponent that has no arms. You should be wearing them out with value. You should be waxing them with value on that follow-up call. There's things you need to do to take away the pressure of money, 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 money. It's money time. Give me the money. It's, I know you've seen the proposal. Give me the money. It's money time. There are things you need to do in that follow-up call to offer value to that client so that that client feels like you're actually there to solve their problem and not just take their money. There's a whole lot of times in, on this earth where people want your money, but if they can make you feel like they're not there for just your money, feel okay handing it to them you feel okay handing it to them there's plenty of people that are going on dates and eat with you they just there for the food but they're gonna talk to you make you feel good about buying they uh lobsters and steaks even though they have no interest in being with you but they're gonna make you feel good about swiping that car yeah i'll see you next week dummy um so you want to make sure that you you know on that follow call and you you want to make sure that you're walking clients through projections you want to make sure you're walking clients through delivery dates, deadlines. They, you want to talk about that. That shows value. My man's over here not doing it. I need it by the 16th. Okay. What we're going to do is we're going to have it to you by the 10th. That'll leave us time for revisions. And if we need to make blah, blah, blah. Wow. This guy know what he's talking about. I'm going to go work with him. I got you. And put that back on the screen. I'm going to go work with him. This guy know what he's talking about. Let's do it. You want to make sure you're providing that to your client. A lot of y'all not doing that. Y'all just saying, okay, all right, bye. A lot of y'all are not talking to your client and, and walking through what's going to happen. That includes their deadlines. That includes, um, you know, every step of your process. Y'all just saying, we, we can do it. Okay. It don't work like that. Number three is show value by going the extra mile, understanding your client's pain points. This is a big one. Let me go back to this one for this one. This is a big one. Understanding your client's pain points, not just what they are telling you, but asking more questions. One, because you really need the questions. You really need to, to verify or really need to understand why they think they need content. Two, you need to show that you care. You need to show that you give a damn. They can't just say, we want you to film this on Saturday. It's real quick. That's it. Okay. Let's ask questions about what exactly I'm filming. Why do you, you know, why, how did you guys come to the conclusion that you needed a, com a commercial? Because what you probably needed was images for your Facebook campaign. 
that linked back to a video that further explained the product. Sometimes going in and understanding what they need offers you to sell upsells better, not just to make money, but to sell upsells to really truly help the client. I can't tell you how many clients wanted a five minute advertising video. Ma'am, sir, nobody's sitting through a five minute advertising video. We can create some dynamic images and link that back to a landing page that has that five minute video. That way they'll understand what it is you sell. By asking those questions, I peel back some layers on their pain points to provide them with a solution that my competition is overlooking. That makes me valuable and worth it. That made my return on investment, my ROI so much greater, even though they're going to spend four times what the next person is quoted. Once I discover that pain point and they realize I've discovered that pain point, they can't go on without it, without me. They can't go on without having a company that's going to take care of that. And you know what they're going to sit down and think when they talk to your competition? Why didn't y'all ask me this? You can't be as good as you, as you think you are if y'all didn't ask me what they asked me. Why y'all didn't go over this with me? Why didn't I discover this with the first three companies I talked to? They, they must don't do this a lot. They must not be subject matter experts. None of them asked me about this particular pain point. None of them pulled back the onion to find out more about why we think we needed X, Y, and Z. Because you did, you show value. And though you have a proposal for $2,000, you find out that they need $10,000 worth of stuff five times a year. I have turned $500 clients into $10,000. No BS. I've turned $500 clients into $10,000 clients. One time job, not even over the course of multiple times because they didn't understand what they needed. A lot of them came off thumbtack. You guys are looking to use th a lot of those clients came off thumbtack submitted a, a, a bid or a proposal for $500 and ended up finding out what they really needed, the problems they were really having, their real pain points. And we determined that a $500 video wouldn't do you guys any justice, wouldn't do anything for you. You'd be, you, you have a better chance of throwing that money out the window than you would using it to create a video to help your, your problem. At least if you throw it out the window, the wind may blow a few dollars back in on you. If you spend $500 to solve that problem, you're not going to have success. And this is why this is what we need to do. Remember when you're working with businesses, logic overrules everything. Logic and ROI is the determining factor of whether or not you get hired. You want to provide as much information as possible. So make sure you go to extra mile to understand the client's pain points um, and upsells, right? There's upsells and doing things to make sure the client does not repeat this to prevent them from going back down this path again. You want to make sure you do. I, I've had clients with their headshots, right? They wanted headshots in their hallway. Let's do headshots with a backdrop. So if we ever have to match images, we have a backdrop. You don't have to hope that your hallway is still the same or that the building that you guys are renting this bit, this, um, this office space from don't change things up. Little things like that. Okay. You're right. Well, we did the other executives in the hallway. How about we go back and shoot all of theirs again using the one background? Absolutely. Let's do it. 
I've turned a five person, one group corporate headshot into a 300 person, 10 group corporate headshot. Simply by asking questions. Those are things you should be doing. Those are things you should be doing with every client. Um, and you want to make sure you dig deep into their problems to help them understand why you're presenting what you're presenting. Right. Your doctor does a I hear you. Your doctor does a great job at this. Right. When you have knee pain, they like to ask, well, what are things that are called? When do you have the knee pain? Oh, usually after I walk 10 miles, what kind of shoes are you using? What kind of bed do you have? They're digging deep into your life to understand why you have this knee pain because Tylenol is a temporary fix. It's not a permanent fix. So though they will still write you a pain prescription, they may also sign you up for physical therapy and then suggest that you go get an insole and a better shoe. Their goal is to cure the problem. Their goal is to fix it forever and not just one time. If you talk to your client and you understand their pain points, and approach it like that, just like your doctor. If he tell you to go X, Y, and Z and tell you to do three other things, roll your foot on a can every day and put a tile up under it and you're going to do it. You're not going to question it. You don't question your doctor because your doctor, you trust your doctor. If your doctor would have walked in, looked at your chart and says, Tylenol in the insole, peace, you wouldn't care. You wouldn't give a damn. But because he sat down, he learned what the issue was. He may be your primary physician that has worked with your family for years. He may know you from the last visit. He has he has invested his time into understanding your true pain points. You trust him because you trust him. He's upselling you, but you don't look at it that way. Doctors are great salesmen. They are the best salesmen. You just trust them so much. That you don't see the sale. You're like, okay, I need this. We're going to put you on this prescription because this, you know, this is really going to help. And you know what? Take this. For, you're like, okay. You don't even question it. You, you on the phone seeing if your insurance company cover their upsell. There y'all do. Okay, I'm going to take that too. Because you trust them. You are your client's doctor for content. Stop selling to them and write them prescriptions. Make sure that you are knowledgeable enough about your industry where they understand that you are the subject matter expert, period. You're just a cameraman. You can't do that. You can't do that. The person that's in, going around the doctor's office that's just doing blood pressure, if it's probably a nurse, probably not, they can't talk to you about the rest of that stuff. You waiting for the doctor. Take my blood pressure right now, my vitals. Peace. Bring in a doctor. It's different levels to it for a reason. Make sure you understand that. Number four um, is make sure that you are asking the right clients, asking the right questions. I'm sorry to help your client understand the big picture. You want to help them understand the big picture, right? Hey, you want us to create a video for your Facebook. Well, let me ask you about where that video is. Is it, a, are we, are we advertising that? Is it just for your stories? What is it for? Oh, it's for my, we want to, we want to advertise it. Well, what is it linked to? Who is it for? Who is your target audience? What do you want your clients to, or what do you want people who view the video to do? What is their call to action? You need to ask questions like that because clients who know they want a video don't usually know all of that. When you ask questions to dig deeper and to help them understand the big picture, it goes back to the last one. They trust you. 
They feel like this guy knows what he's doing. He's smart. He does this a lot. He does this a, a lot. This, these are the pros at this. It helps them see the big picture. They feel like you care. And then they're open to whatever upsells needs to take place to help do exactly what they need to do to help them realize what success looks like to help. Once they realize what success looked like by looking at the big picture, they're willing to buy all the pieces to make that happen. Companies do this all the time. You go there for one thing. They say they got this one piece and then they enlighten you on what this one piece do. And you buy 50 accessories around it. Nike is a great example of that. They bring you in with this aqua orange, shoe and you like i gotta have these aqua orange nikes and then they like we got the shorts the shirt the hat the hoodie the back but you like dang they really don't make nothing else that's aqua orange i gotta have everything to go with it yeah let me get all let me get the whole outfit and since i'm gonna wear these shoes often i don't want to wear it with just one outfit you know what i'm saying every time i wear the shoes i gotta wear the aquaman outfit let me make sure i got multiple aquaman outfits to wear so you can't just be Aquaman one day a week. You got to be Aquaman like three days a week. So you want to make sure you ask questions to help the client see the big picture to help solve the problem. Number six or number five, we got two more. Number five is simple, right? You want to present that client with testimonials from previous clients that have specifically shared their same pain points. That is so important. You, you, you can't just show random video of people that's like, I used them and I liked it. No, it has to be people that specifically had that problem. And then they talk about how you helped them with that problem. And then the outcome, right? If you have a company that wants to recruit more web designers and your niche is recruitment videos for tech companies, you got to have testimonials from other companies that wanted to hire more web designers specifically or from my people in the hood, specifically, however you choose to rock it. You know what I'm saying? I'm a hood people Pacific. They real Pacific about it, <laughs> but you need to make sure that your testimonials are straight up gut punches. It needs to be straight up uppercuts, sweep, sweep, uppercut, finish them. It needs to be a finishing move. That happens when they can identify with the person that's in the testimonial. They can only do that if that person is speaking directly to them. A lot of time I see testimonials that ain't, that ain't it chief. These, these broad testimonials, I work with their company and they gave me a good deal. What? That don't mean nothing to them. That don't, they can't identify to that. They think that's your cousin anyway. So you got to make sure that it speaks specifically to that pain point, it's hard to do when your niche is everywhere, right? It's hard to be this successful and show this much value when you're trying to impress everybody. Let me punch you in the throat again. That's why in this one, I talk about getting that niche. I go back to that. See how the, layer, see how the layers are there? You can't even talk to me about a beta client until you got a niche. If you ain't got a niche and there's 10 other things that you need to get before you even pick your niche, if you ain't got that together, you, this probably won't work for you got to make sure you have your stuff in order you got to have level two before we talk about level 22 and 36 these are things you got to do i can't help you do what you got to do these are things you need in place or you're going to be just trying to go into level 22 wondering why it's not working well because you named your company you know 
super video shooters. Then you decide you want to do pet videos and you know, your beta client is a, is a, you know, a country club. Like, yeah, Todd did tell you to name your company. He did tell you to go get beta clients, but he also have places where he have it in order. So you understand what needs to happen in order to move to that next step. But we'll talk about that later. Um, so yeah, so you want to make sure you have specific, my ghetto people, Pacific testimonials. Number six, you want to itemize. This is the last one as far as how to compete against cheap. You want to itemize your bill so that clients understand what you're providing. They can look into your bill and see the quality. The more things you have listed under a price, the better clients feel about it. The more things you have listed, go look at a car you bought. Go look at the sheet they had. It was so much stuff on there. He was like, yeah, 60,000. I'm getting all of this. People leave their stickers in the window when they get new cars. So you can see what they paid for it and what all they got. They ride around with the sticker in the back window for about a week. And they was like, they specifically gave me everything I wanted. Specifically. Oh, they do that in the hood for sure. I ain't gonna lie to you. In the hood is real. You gotta have your sticker. All right, let me give you an example. Wrote down an example of, of why itemizing things are better, right? Why, how people feel like they're getting more value when you itemize something. Okay, number A, and this is, I want y'all in the comments, tell me which one of these items would you buy? Item A or item B? Item A is a bacon cheeseburger. It's going for $5. Bacon cheeseburger, $5. Item B is a handcrafted burger with sesame seed bun with grass-fed Omaha uh, steak beef topped with romaine lettuce, three types of cheese, hickory-thick sliced bacon, hand-picked onions and pickles topped with our in-house special sauce made daily from scratch. Served with our delicious hand-cut waffle fries topped with sea salt and a 32-ounce beverage of fresh-brewed sweet tea. All they're doing is itemizing it. This makes sense to you now, don't it? All they're doing is itemizing it. They ain't changed nothing. It's still a double bacon cheeseburger. It's just one person gave you more ingredients, so you feel like I'm going to spend $10 for that than $5 for just a junior bacon cheeseburger. You, have, you can go to, go to different places and see how they're itemizing what they offer. They're doing it to build value. Um, let's talk about things not to do. Let's talk about things not to do. Don't talk gear with a client. You can't itemize 4K over, <laughs> at least you can say, I will, I will get option B for $29.95. You can't talk beer, get beer, look at me. I'm see, see there, Jim, see what I'm thinking about? Beer. So we're going back to the steakhouse. Anyway, see, you got me. You can't talk gear with a client. Um, can't do that. They don't care. You can't, you can't say I got 8K over there, 4K. That's not something you want to itemize and present to a client, right? You don't talk resolution to a client because your competitor, that's cheap. A lot of people who are, who don't know business, a lot of people who don't know business try to present gear to a client as the reason why they're expensive. I got all this gear, you know, I got, I got a $10,000 camera. You ain't about to pay me. How does that help them? They don't care about your camera purchases, your bad decisions. They don't care that you went out and bought a cinema camera and no lights. So 
They don't, they don't care about resolution. I've had, you know what I have clients come to me and say, well, the other guy, he, you know, he's shooting an 8K. I said, uh, that's great. I don't know if 8K is right for what you're trying to do. Remember, I'm either my our goal is to have a video on your website that clients can view when they land on your web page. 8K is a long time to wait for videos to load. It's a big file. 8K may not be the best fit for what you're trying to do. I can easily overcome my competitor shooting in higher resolution because resolution only matters if I'm shooting movies. I can shoot 720p video all day and night and 98.5% of my clients won't know the difference. You know how I know? Because about 75 to 80% of the TV you watch every day is compressed 720p. It's barely over 480. Every football game, every a majority of stuff you watch is 720p. Sorry, not sorry. You wonder why you got 5,000 channels and they ain't came and ran a new wire to your house since 1986? Because they're compressing the footage. It's barely 720p. Unless you stream, but you can stream in a resolution of 4K, but it's so compressed. You're better off with a Blu-ray. Go watch a Blu-ray in 4K and then go watch Netflix in 4K. It's a completely different thing. Even Blu-ray videos are compressed, just not as compressed. So keep that in mind. Um, Don't, don't, another thing that not to do, don't bad, bad mouth your competitors. Don't cuss out, don't dog them. Don't say they trash, this, that, and the other. I know you want to. It will never help you. Bad mouthing your competitors will never help you get more business. Bad mouthing your, your ex-girlfriend will never help your new girlfriend like you. It won't happen. It just It's just, it won't. Ladies, that go for you too. Bad mouthing your ex won't make the new guy like you. So make sure that you, I, I usually, you know, hey, those guys do a great job at what they do, but this is what we do. Those guys do a great job at filming and capturing great images, but we work with companies like yours every day to help X, Y, and Z to help improve a return on investment or to help insert their problem there. That's how I approach it. So when I do that, the integrity light go off. Hey, this guy, this, this, this company right here is an outstanding company. This is what they do. They don't got to dog the competition to show why they're good at what they do. I can have a conversation with you and I can explain why my company is a better fit for your problem. That's my only concern. I don't spend time looking behind me. I look forward. Um, another thing, right? Another thing, don't be afraid to walk away from clients that are not a good fit. If a client is super cheap, say no. All money ain't good money. All money ain't good money. Get out of there, right? Because cheap clients are the worst clients. It seemed like the more money a client is spent with me, the better they were as clients. I have, I cannot... I can maybe count on one hand somebody who spent below what I should have been charging. That was a great client. And it probably because there was a friend or a relative or something. I just, the lower the dollar amount, the more pain in the ass they're going to be. There is no way around that. Going to, going to the hood, right? Going to areas that things are cheaper, right? Going to a dollar tree and watch you see more fights than you see at a Gucci store. 
It's just, it is what it is. Go stand in Dollar General and you're going to see more crazy stuff than if you went to a Walmart. And you're going to see more crazy stuff in that Walmart than if you went to a Target. You know what I'm saying? You're going to see more crazy stuff in that Target than if you went to like a Whole Foods. Just go up the ladder of price. Just watch how crazy things get. It, it's just, it is what it is. Um, It is what it is. Just the same thing happened on stores that are, that cater to a lower price shopper. The condition of that store usually isn't as good as the store that catered to a high-end shopper. Now you may say, well, they make more money. No, that store was once a new store. That store was once a brand new store, just like that Target was. It's just that different audiences do different things. They don't throw gum or do whatever in certain situations. So be mindful of that as a business owner. Be Don't be afraid to walk away from clients. Sometimes you got to, that's the great thing about owning a company. Sometimes you could say, no, we're not a good, we're not a good fit for you. You know, Jim says spirit airlines equal fight club, Delta airlines equal safe travel. I always say spirit airlines is the greyhound of the sky. If you got to get there, you got to get there. Ain't no beef. You just got to get there. I ain't got no problem with them. I shoot all the videos they want on that bad boy. Um, another thing too, beware of clients who value price over the problem. They are not the right client for you. Said it again. For my for my Pacific people in the back, not the specifics, the Pacifics. Be mindful of clients that value price over the problem. They are not the right people for you. They are not the right client that you want to work with. They are there just seeing what's there. I only want to work with people who have problems. And they care about solving those problems by any means necessary. Or it's important that they solve this problem. Very important. More than they, than they care about letting go a few dollars. In fact, I want to work with clients that want to get it done right the first time. They don't got time to worry about. When I hire a lawyer, I don't, bro, look, don't, I, listen, send me an email, tell me what I got to sign, call me when it's done. I don't want to. I, that's what I pay you for. Sorry, not sorry. That's what I pay you for. I don't, I don't care about you. Just make sure I do X, Y, and Z. I want to know about it and be in a loop, but I don't want to sit there and, and micromanage and babysit and see it. No, listen, uh, what you need me to sign? Okay. I got stuff to do. People who make money got stuff to do. They don't got time to, to micromanage you. They're going to spend the money and say, let me know when it's done. Okay. All right. People who don't, they're going to be over your shoulder because this is their last dollar and they, they, they worried about it. Those are never the best clients. Those, that's something you're going to realize in this world as your business grow, as your pockets grow, as your tax bracket change, as your status change. It's unfortunate, but it's true. I'm just, I'm not going to sugarcoat it for you. Um, all right, let's do this. Let's go to our gold members. Anybody have any questions, post your questions in the comments. Um, also real quick, if you look in the description, there's a new section that, well, it's not a new section. It's a new link for it. But if you go to request.flashfromacademy.com, you can request video topics. Now it's always been there, but I thought I'd post it and let you guys know again. There you go. That's that. Um, we get our gold members on real quick so we can jump into, uh, we can jump into that. And if you guys have questions, I'm going to take a few questions on it and then we're going to go to the after hour because it's going to be fast and quick today. Like I said, we own it. 
All right, gold members, uh, you guys are currently muted, but you won't be muted for long. Go ahead and do that. And then we'll jump over to this real quick. All right. Can y'all hear me loud and clear? How y'all you doing today? Whoever want to jump in, y'all can cut your mics on. Huh? Y'all should be able to unmute. Mics are on. Mics are on. Mics are on. Okay. Good evening. How y'all doing? Hey, how's everybody doing? Hello. Hey, everyone. Everybody's good. Get me out of here. Boom. <laughs> there we go. Everybody Everybody got food on the brain? Uh, dude, I'm so hungry. <laughs> Don't talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> me too, man. I, me too. Look at him. <laughs> Sazzy, the suit. Gotta, gotta, gotta stay clean. Any of y'all have any questions about you know about the about avoiding the cheap or or beating competing against cheap? Let's say that. Go for it. Go for it, Rodney. Hand up. So, can you share with with everyone if you're in the dilemma to where you have a client? It's a good playing, a good paying client, um, or at least it seems that they are. But they want to throw at you that they can find somebody cheaper or they know a guy, they know a girl, they know a person. Perfect. I love that. And either you've either done work with them before and they've paid your prices or they like what you have. I see where you're coming from. And that that looks like it'll work. But I can get the same thing, all value given from somebody cheaper. How would you how would you combat that and kind of fight that or would you just walk away? Nope, I can I can that's easy. That's easy. Let's let's do it in a let's go back to food. Let's go back to cheeseburgers, right? Cuz I'm, you know, I'm not a skinny guy. I'm a I'm a Neither am I. I'm a I'm a meditarian. Uh you know, I enjoy a good uh double bacon cheeseburger, you know what I'm saying, for no reason. So, you know what I'm saying, but let let's talk anybody who know about cheese, my 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 slimmer guys, my my skinnier guys. Um you know the terms and you know you, you may want to be careful because we're going to go into a zone that you may not fully understand but just roll with me all right just roll with me on this one if you are du- if you're a bacon cheeseburger guy right right now unless you go to a big a big mom and pop shop when it come to national chains wendy's just got it on lock right now like the baconator is is it like you know what I'm saying? Like, there's a few contenders. Like, there's like Whataburger, depending on where you are in the country or the world. There's a few contenders. But what makes the Baconator? I can go anywhere and get a bacon cheeseburger, right? What makes the Baconator better? Because they have better bacon. They have better parts of their burger, right? So as a as a production company, it is true that you can get someone to shoot video or make another bacon cheeseburger just like we can. Or it's true that you can get someone to make one, but they can't make what we make because we specialize in this. Our bacon's better. Our buns are better. Our meat is better. Side by side, that's a cheeseburger. That's a bacon cheeseburger. We got a bacon cheeseburger. So side by side, they are a production company. They can film what you want, but because they don't specialize in this, they can't create it for your audience like we can. They can't understand what what works for your audience like we can. They don't have the experience working with clients like yourself who want to go from A to Z like we have. That's what makes us better. And I tell people all the time, you're absolutely right. You can get somebody to bring a camera here, set it in front of you and hit record like we can. What they don't have is the experience that we have, the knowledge that we have, or the ability to get a return off investment that we have. 
So sure, if you just want to get it filmed, if you're not into the performance of the video or what it does for your brand and you just need a video, they can create a video. We can create content that does something specifically that gets a reaction out of your audience that has a call to action that will help your brand go from one place to the next. They can shoot a video. If you just need a video and their price is cheaper, I would highly encourage you go with getting just a video. When you need that video to do something for you, you come see us. We'll be more than happy to help at that time. And, and a lot of times I love it when they go spend money somewhere else and then they come back. Cause my price just went up. Mm. It always go up. Okay. Okay. But, and, and if I, if I can add to that, yeah, you know, one, one of those things that I've been seeing that it's helping me a bit more is to talk about strategy. Like, sure. Th- these other people can help you out with, with just shooting that video, but then what's next? What are you going to do after that? What are you, what is that going to be the follow-up? You know, as it's, that's why, you know, niching down just to a certain, to one industry, you will know what kind of content to create, what is going to be the follow-up and what are you going to be creating for, for, for that, for that brand? Cause it all comes down to branding at the very end. So for example, you know, X, B, and C, you know, X, Y, and C, a company is going to shoot you that ham, that, ba- that bacon cheeseburger, but do they actually know what is going to be the next step? Do they, are, are we talking about, are we going to, are we trying to create your, like, for example, for me, are we trying to create, more followers, more likes for your page. Are we trying to get a promotional value out of this out of this burger? Are we just trying to get more engagement? Are we? What are we doing? Is this just going to be a deal of the week? What are we doing? So after that, you know, I I go in deeper. It's like, okay, we're going to shoot for this hamburger. What is going to be next? What are you doing next week? What are you doing next month? What is the main goal of this and that? Not only with your brand of the name that is just a catering for that industry is you're putting yourself in a, in a position where you are more knowledgeable as what is next, which be what I'm learning now is that if I'm thinking ahead, these people, you know, these uh, these brands, they already got their 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 month their quarter and sometimes and most of them by the majority their yearly their year plan so if you're thinking ahead just like that they're going to be like okay this guy's just not just thinking about this one video he actually wants to get it create a strategy where it's going to take my brand to a higher level so it's it's good to just know um the next step and, and that's and that's where you oh, hit go, ahead, it. go ahead no i said mario you hit it right on the head you, they can just come in and press record we can take you right. through the complete process. That is, that is, yeah, and, and that comes from, just like you said, I'm, same thing we preach here every week, having that niche, working in that industry, understanding what works in that industry, understanding what beta clients are saying, having the experience of taking a company from A to Z and knowing that with them, you're just paying for one letter. You're paying for the letter G with us. You're paying for A through Z. If the letter G is all you need, go that route. But if you don't have a plan on what you're going to do once I deliver this video or once they deliver that video, that's where we help with. 
And and strategy is is the most important part. It's more important than the video. Understanding the purpose of the video is more important than the video. Remember, that's what I, I told you last week. You don't make money for shooting video. You make money for the complete strategy idea and implementing it. Implementing it. What you were gonna say, Rodney? I before you. I want to. Uh, and I was gonna say, and what you and Mario were saying, it, the way that you arrive at those solutions and knowing the demographic that you're marketing to, understanding, you know, that based on that demographic, this is how we need to film it. This is maybe the resolution we need to put it in. These are maybe the social media outlets that we need to put it on, um, and all those other things, right? That comes from asking those questions. And that's where that huge value piece comes from where, hey, okay, well, we're company XYZ. We're going to come in and shoot your video. Okay. Do you have somebody to ask you interview questions? Do you have this? Okay, cool. Great. Versus sitting down and great. I'm glad you got somebody to ask you interview questions. That's great. Is this going to be an internal viewing or is this going to be more external? Are you using this to kind of like re like rebrand yourself because you guys went through that bad scandal? Or is this going to be more of kind of an internal thing? And that's where you're saying it's so important and critical to ask those questions. Absolutely. When you ask those questions gotcha, compared to gotcha. somebody that's not asking those questions, there's, there's no way somebody somebody will go with them them over you. I mean, literally think about if, if you had to get a major surgery, if you had to get a, let's say you had to get, let's go, if you had to get a lung transplant and your life depended on it, Right. Or, or not even your life. Let's say it's not a life or death thing, but it is a, a comfort, a comfort, um, or way of living thing. It's just a, you'll be more comfortable if you get a lung transplant. If you had a doctor that says it's ten thousand, see you tomorrow, or a doctor that says it's a hundred and fifty thousand dollars, we're going to start by pulling some tissue from your left lung to compare it with the one we're going to put in from the right lung, blah, blah, blah. We're going to start this. We got to get x-rays. We got to bring in a specialist. We're going to bring in an anesthesiologist. You're going to go down for this. You're going to take you a week to come back. We're going to build that lung up. You're going to come back in in a month. We're going to check on it. We're going to see it. Make sure your body don't reject it. Blah, 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 bloom, bloom, bloom. Five-year plan. Who are you going to trust? Yep. It's just, it's a no-brainer. Like, it's a no-brainer when you present it that way. There isn't, if somebody want to take, if he, the only way the guy going to go with the $10,000 lung is if he has no choice. And I don't want you as a client anyway. Because when it go bad and you shaking on the table somewhere and you write on my review that I gave you a bad, I gave you a, a dog lung and you your body rejected it, I'm going to be the bad guy. I don't want your money. Kick rocks. With your, with your, with your dog lung. Bark out of here. So, you know, all money ain't good money. And that's a, that's a case where if you don't want it done right, we don't want to do it. I like people like that. I like when I take my car to a paint guy and you're like, look, dude, if you don't want it done right, we don't want to do it. Go. If you want to spend half ass money for a half ass job, go somewhere else. We, we the best. And that's Still just, on YouTube. that's really what, yeah, that's, that's, yeah, that's really go do it yourself. Save your money, get some spray paint. And if you're going to pay for trash, save a lot of money and spray it yourself. You have to be able to, as a business owner and as a salesman, listen, half of your job is disqualifying people. You have to have the ability to disqualify potential clients that present items to you. And you're like, no, we're not a good fit for you. Sorry, not sorry. Like this ain't, this ain't it. You need to go down the street and spend $20, but this ain't a good fit for you. So feel free to do that. Any other questions before we go to wins? 
Thank you for that. I appreciate you guys. Thank you. And gals. No other questions. No other questions. If you got some questions in the comments, feel free to post it. But any, any of you guys have any, uh, any of you ladies and gentlemen have any wins for the week? Any W's? Look at Marcus. He over there. Come on, bro. Bring it. <laughs> Come on. Say it, bro. I know you got one. Look at him. Look at him. Look at him. Yeah, he ready to shoot. He ready to shoot from the head. <laughs> right. So go ahead. I go got. Ahead. Bring it. I got. I got some wins. Not a win. Let's, let's hear him. I like back to back to backs. <laughs> so lock down all three beta clients. Okay. Okay. Um. And so I told last week we locked well, down one. The other two joined up. Now they're giving me dates. They're giving me times. Hey, I need to be here. Yes, I understand a lot of this because in my region area, it's I have to travel. So it's going to be a cost to me. But the limit of what they're doing, they're, let me say this in the correct way. They're on the tipping point of verge of tens of thousands of dollars for their businesses. And I'm just that stepping stone to help them. And teach them and guide them. And if that means if they don't use me later on, then cool. Because all this was was for feedback. Right, right. If they pay me later, dope. But then if I a, – a wise man told me this one time is if you take care of somebody else's, somebody will take care of you. Yeah. So that's all I'm doing with these guys. So I locked them down. Um, had multiple meetings with a politician. Uh, so that's going to be underneath wraps here soon. Um, finished five projects, uh, this last week, uh, with no sleep (laughs) and, uh, we have to expand. Um, we came to that decision the other day. We have to expand, uh, employees, which is scary. That's some good wins, man. That's a lot. That's, you know what? I'm gonna tell you. I like that. I like people that take action and come back a whole week later with a but because everybody's sitting there like I gotta maybe I can go and you like this dude came back with five wins this week. There is no excuse. Oh, and I'm working on the car. There you go. There's no excuse. No excuse. I like that. There you go. I, I, that's my guy right there. Okay. Right there. Okay. Real, real quick, I want to <laughs> say one thing before somebody else jump in. There was a question um from big robot micro say i noticed that we got to pretend we're the fixer for the client customers which in turn helps the client we're not pretending we're providing a cinematic solution you are a doctor your prescription is cinematic so you are there to help the client we're not pretending we're going we're not faking it till we're making it we're really truly um sticking to a niche where we understand what type of content really helps this client and we have proven results because we've worked with beta clients and we've 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 had these results happen in real life. So I don't want you to I don't want you to fake it till you make it. I don't want you to be selling BS cakes. Uh we we out here for real doing it. And um notice that we gotta pretend we're the fixture for the client customers, oh, which somebody, in turn somebody got their uh, mic on up. I'm like, who talking to me? That's me talking to me. All right, uh, doctor. I think that's CJ C C W. But you wanna make sure that you have that experience and you only get that by working in that industry. Um, and you develop those products by having beta clients. So I go over that like crazy uh, in module one, where I, where I teach you how to build build the business, um, so that you understand where to go, who to go uh, to, and and where to get this information from. But we want to make sure that we are providing real results to our clients, and it can be done with video, right? Think about something as simple as a training video. You can pr- you can shoot a video on how to use a cash register. 
create that video. And if 10 people watch it, when they're done watching the video, they know how to use the cash register. That's not a hard thing to promise a client. Like that's not a crazy uh, result. Like that's a, that's a pretty common result. Everything won't be sales based. A lot of clients don't have issues selling. They have issues teaching people what product they should buy or why they should buy this product or how they should buy a product. So everything won't be based off sales. I know sometimes it's a little scary thinking I got to create a video that make people buy their product. Sometimes in most cases, it's not that you got to create a video to help people buy the right product because they keep buying too much, way more than they need. And they should be down here. You know what I mean? So yes, make sure that you are, um, you are the doctor, you are the, the content doctor and you're writing um, cinematic prescriptions. You are providing cinematic solutions. Go for it, Marcus. I wasn't done. Oh, you got another win? Okay, we got time for another win. Let's go. So it's a win and it's a win on confidence. Okay. So I know we talk about wins, but this is a major win. And you know what this feels like, Ty, is the transition between part time and full time and that gap in between, understanding like, Oh, this is due. This is due. This is due. This is due. Where's the money coming? I'm there. And it's a wonderful win because now I'm out of complacency. I'm out of comfortability. I'm out of, is my day job going to do this? Inflation knocked that out. Um, I'm in that spot. And for me, it's a win. Because now it's either it's make it or break it time. And for me, it's a win. It's definitely but I have five, four other weddings that I'm booking yeah, in the next two weeks. It, right? Remember, I tell you, it's not about closing huge clients. It's about consistently closing clients, right? We, right. It's easy to right. work that ticket up. And because a lot of times it's about you understanding how to um, offer the right things to clients selling more or, or getting bigger tickets don't got to do with the client. It got to do with you making sure that you present what you offer in a way that makes sense for the client. The hardest part is being consistent. Just be consistent. And, and let me interrupt you right there, Ty. Is, and that's the reason why I say I have all these wins. A lot of these wins are freebies. Yeah. Me doing things for them, costing me money. And it's their events where I'm going and doing events for them. Doesn't mean that I'm always getting money coming in. That's the goal. But like I said, if I take care of others, eventually it'll come back to me. There's a there's a great saying that you can have anything you want in this world if you help others get anything they want in this world. Really good saying. Michael, you up next, bro. Michael, you got your hand up. Mute it. Go, go for it, bro. I'll give you a second. All right, it wasn't letting me unmute myself. Oh, so. <laughs> my fault. If anybody else have any yep. problem like that, just wave uh, and I'll right. take care of you. <laughs> Sorry about that. Um, so mine isn't a, a business win, but it's a f- media production win. Uh, I've been helping my brother-in-laws on a feature film shoot for the last like month or month and a half, pretty much almost every evening after work during the week. So get, just getting a lot of experience working with cameras and lighting and stuff like that. And I mean, I've, I've done a lot of studying for the last decade or more, basically. So I knew a lot of stuff, but hadn't had a lot of experience actually doing it. So it's, I've had some, but not, not this much. So being able to actually like craft light, control light, stuff like that, and 
Um, I was sending Rodney and Jim some of the shots from it, and it's fun to actually have stuff to share with people. <laughs> so it's kind of a win. It's not a business win, but it's a it's an experience win. So I'll take it. That's a good win. That's still a win. It's dope when you get content home and you get to you add the music to it and you grade it and it just you like, dang, I did that. If it's a good feeling. It's a good feeling to see it. You'd be thinking like, man, I could see this on a Discovery Channel somewhere. That's how I used to feel. Like I could see this on network TV somewhere. Like like I'm out here. Yes. Like I'm doing it. For me, that's I don't know if everybody, you know, but I started comparing myself up to Spielberg. I'd be going too far with it. Like this could have been a scene in Pulp Fiction somewhere. Like, you know what I'm saying? I'd be going too far with it. But that's me. You know what I'm saying? That's me. Uh <laughs> Luke, you had your hand <laughs> up. <laughs> I'm extra like that. Yeah, I got my hand up. I got a win. Um, so I, I guess I maybe I have a couple. I might come back to another one. But uh, so I got a recurring client. They uh, I did my first job for them. I don't know last early summer. I think it completed around August. Like it released around August, and uh, we did that for them. And then they came back to me. I actually had emailed them to follow up, just to be like, "How's it going?" you know, did you follow the implementation document? I know that they didn't. So I was following up on that. And they actually came to me and were like, hey, we want to do the spot for the TVs of the local restaurants, you know, those CCTV sort of things. They're like, hey, we need you, we need you to do that for us. So we got that shoot booked for next week, week after next, something like that. So that was definitely a win. That was That's awesome. That's definitely a win. That's definitely a win. That's that's I I I think I talk about it either module two or three the importance of checking back with your client because they'll be, all the time they'll be like oh I'm glad you're here we uh blah 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 I always check back even on headshots right I'm gonna tell you the trick and I said it in the previous video I all whenever I do headshots for a client even if it's an add on to their video I always check back with clients for headshots because people get hired and fired like crazy right people quit and headshots change especially when I do group photos I love to do group photos. Cause they'll never stay the same. You know what I'm saying? They're like, can you Photoshop out? No, we can't Photoshop out, but we can come and take a picture of blah, blah, blah. Or I'll take pictures of, of people individually. Here's some, here go another gem alert real quick. Everybody stand by, stand by. Here's a gem alert. When you go take group photos, take everybody separate on the green screen and collage it and make it a group. That way if somebody quit or get fired, you can just remove them from the group and just charge a client. or something to do it. And let's take you three minutes in Photoshop, literally hiding a layer in Photoshop. Oh, we can remove them from the group. No problem. There you go. Hmm. There you can put that in your pocket and you can use it. Um, Make sure I got it right. Is it Jody? Yeah, it's Jody. Jody, what's going on, brother? All is good. Thanks. First time here. I see. And I want to share, I want to share a good win. Let's hear that win, brother. That's I like first time. Purchased the whole bundle. Okay. Three months ago. Right. Module, module one. Punch me in the throat, right? Because I was like, I want to shoot content, but I don't know what I want to shoot. So I'm a ball player, not professionally, but you know by passion. So I have quite a few friends that are in the industry. And I reached out to one of my boys who has a company and for him to be my beta clients. And he was like, let me think about it, you know? And in discussions, he was like, oh, I didn't think of that. Uh, and I was like, ring, ding, ding, I'm in, I'm in. So now he's thinking about, you know, getting rid of his current um, content producer because, you know, he's just a yes man. And I'm like, no, that's not me. If I get in business with you, like it's to really challenge you and push you, you know, because he's also my boy, literally my boy. So um, long story short, signed a contract where we are in partnership together, where he's written, where he's writing a book. So I'm also editing it. 
I'm doing the website for him, going to shoot some content, and I can license all the, foot, the footage that I shoot for my future company, record podcasts eventually, and and all of that good and all that good stuff. Don't know if I can cuss you. My apologies. After I was and all thanks to module one. All thanks to module one. That's what's up. That's like a that's a grand slam, bro. That's a that's a a walk off win right there. That's a major win. That was a bunch of wins in one win, really. I know you bundled it. That was a bundle. That was a combo <laughs> right there. That was a lot of wins. Cause I'm gonna tell you little things that I heard in that that I like. Though it was your friend, they still signed the contract. That that to me, like you can't tell me you a Flash Home Academy student and don't and don't. That's the stuff I hear. Like yo, yeah, he got it. Cause exactly. they can be your friend and you still got to sign this contract and the licensing that you have set up where you can still go off and use the the the, the content for other users and still make money off of it. And that's dope, man. That is a triple win. Let me let me ask you an honest question. I asked everybody who said they ever taken Module One. Did you? At first, did you hate me a little bit, and then come back around and liking me again? Like, was the thought- honestly no? Because okay. I had watched your content on YouTube already, so I was like, "This just makes sense." I just need to figure out what I want to do. Because a lot of people are like, "Man, I hate you," because I got to go back and redo stuff. And then <laughs> I haven't like, done anything yet, so that's why okay, I can't so hate you. Perfect. Right? Okay, perfect. Okay, because a lot of people are like, "Man, I had to go redo this. I had to go redo that. I had to go redo this. I hate you. I got to spend all this money again." And then it makes sense. And they're like, "Oh, okay." But that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So how soon will you be uh, dropping content for this person? Oh, so we want to release the book around summertime, around mm-hmm. summertime. So that's we're going to shoot content in the next upcoming weeks okay, and get it off to the um, to the potential clients, the potential book purchasers. So so I'm going to give you another thing that you can add on to it. Two easy payments to free 99. Another thing you can add on to it. If record audio and get it ready for his audio book, his audible book. You can record the audio with the with 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 whatever tools you got, so that his book will be an audio book as well. Mm-hmm, That's mm-hmm. a whole other layer show. to it. Because last three books I listened to were all audio books. Plus, the books typically sell better on Audible when they're uh, read by the author. So they just they they you, you mm. get to hear it from their perspective. And sometimes authors go off script and say stuff that they you just won't get in the book. Plus, you can just hear stuff in their voice. You know things that they're excited about i just finished uh will which is will smith's book and it was excellent like it was it was an 18 hour book but it, it went by so fast and by the time it's over you want more and he's the author of the book and to hear the excitement in his voice when he talk about certain things um it's just crazy like you know it was i'll pitch that to him i'll pitch that to him for sure definitely do the audible definitely yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and that's something that that's just another service that you can offer that he's gonna say the same thing he said earlier i never thought about that Mm. You know, and it helps with him if, you know, if he's trying to get, he's trying to get more exposure and, you know, readers or listeners can connect to his voice. If he's doing podcasts, that's just a perfect, it's just like recording a podcast. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it definitely works. Definitely, definitely works. I appreciate that, that win. That's, that's a, yeah, that's a, that's a walk off. That's a mic drop. Any other wins today? No, we're going to get ready to go to the after hour then. Good that, that little thing that I'm gonna save it for after hours. Oh, somebody else said something. I got one. Just, like two people was like, I can share. Go for it. Go for it. Um. Uh. You know, lately I've been I've been keeping in contact with um, with the uh, with some of these uh, people from from the restaurant association, and so far. Um, it's more like a moral win as far as just everything that I've been putting behind as far as learning my niche, 
and understanding the industry that I'm that I'm providing my services with, and they're just excited about me coming in. Like yesterday, they literally just the the director of the association just follow up with me just to make sure that uh that we we're still in contact and that his associates want to meet with me because of the slight presentation that I provided with. Um, they just they're just they're just excited about uh me meeting up with them. Uh, I have about three. I I just I just think I just closed contracts with three restaurants where I'm gonna be doing a subscription base for the next three months, where we're gonna be doing that. You know, I pushed I pushed that con that common content creation, and it's been work. It's been, it worked a lot. I, I did a couple of presentations to for them. Like, look, we can do this, and like like what I came up with earlier. What I was talking about, like we do this content creation in in a weekly basis, and this is what we can do. With this is what I what, what we can do for your brand, and have and you know provide um, this kind of content for your following, and, and you know I provided the strategies, and they were they were up with it. Um, so I have three three clients that they're that we have them locked already for the next three months. Um, we started shoot. For one of them on 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 Saturday, the next one is going to be on Monday, and then the next one is going to be the following Saturday on the twelfth. So I'm super excited with that. Tomorrow I'm having a meeting with one of with my first client that it was a beta tester uh, that eventually became a client of mine. You know, I reconnected with him, like, hey, how's everything going? What What do you need? What's going on? And and I happened to help him move. Like, unfortunately, he had to close down a restaurant, but I helped him move. Like, hey, you know, I got a little cargo van, you know, my foodie mobile. I can help you out if you need to haul some stuff. And you know, he saw that as a as a as a sign of a good gesture. And then he said, you know what, Mario, you always seem to pop up at the right moment because I I when I walked in to his restaurant. It was a grand opening and I offered my beta services like, hey, let me let me create something for you, a grand opening video. And then from that went to creating <laughs> other stuff for him. And then mm -hmm. we kind of fell off. Well, and I, then um, and now we are we're going to be starting talking about um, his catering services. Since wow. that went down, we're going to focus on his catering services. So we're going to talk about in a strategy tomorrow um, as far as what we can do to start creating content for that and provide the right uh, engagement to get more, more corporate events for him and more weddings because wedding season is coming up. So we need to start planning for that. And then he connected me with this marketing agency that pretty much they cater uh, services for restaurants and, you know, they, they, they need video too. So I have a meet after the meeting with him, I have a meeting with her and see where we can kind of click. So it's been exciting for me because if the next few months come out very productive and I hire a few more, I can honestly say that I can say goodbye to my uh, my day job and then focus on this. That's what 100%. I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about. Another thing you touched on that I want to make sure our viewers are, are really understanding is the project management and the strategy part is more important than the filming part. You're not just a cameraman anymore. And when you walk in the door and you want to talk about strategy and managing a project and what you can do for the client, 
and the client understands that creating content is just a part of it. It's just a bandaid. It's just a prescription. You are way more valuable, way more valuable to that client than everybody else. Just like, let me shoot something. Let me just shoot something. Let me shoot something. So keep that in mind. That's why it's important to learn your niche, learn about that industry, learn about what the people in that industry like. Super important. Super important. If you're going to make ice cream, you better go talk to a lot of people that eat ice cream and see what type of ice cream they like. It don't matter what you like. It's about what people who are buying from you like. And when you understand that, when it click, because your niche, people are so much alike, it's not even funny. Right. When when Nike come out with a sweater, they don't come out. They do come out with a lot of different sweaters, but they sell a million of the same sweater. Because they understand that, well, they down. and they understand that in Detroit, a lot of people are gonna buy piston sweaters. You know what I'm saying? And uh, you know, Utah, a lot of people are gonna buy jazz sweaters. So they understand that. You know, so it's important that you understand what your what your target audience love. You you got to know that to be successful in business. This whole I got a skill set. I'm gonna put it out there, and whoever need it, need it. Contact me and do business is BS, and it don't work that way. Um, Stop trying to go viral like that. Um, CJ, I know you had your hand up. I somebody else mic on, but I, CJ, I know you had your hand up. Um, should be able to unmute whenever you're ready, bro. Or I'll say CJ. I mean CW. I'm thinking about my cousin CW. You had your hand up. <laughs> I'm thinking uh, about my cousin. Hey, hey everybody, this is Craig. <clears throat> oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, <clears throat> I would like to thank Mr. Uh, Kratos actually. Uh, before I even begin, look, he's looking back. Who? What? Uh, so uh, this week, I I ended up giving a proposal uh, slash discovery session to um, a local school system here. Um, and basically, we just have to work out the numbers. Um, this same school system, um, the director of communications is moving to another school system that's about 30 minutes away. Uh, and out of his mouth said it, I'm planning on taking this with us. And you actually, he told me when I shot a basketball game a couple of weeks ago, I ended up meeting a couple. The couple was actually the other woman who makes the decisions at the new school that he's going to. Um, so, um, needless to say, thank you, Kratos. Uh, and thank you, uh, Ty, because, well, all of these statistics that you used and, uh, all of the, um, explanation about about value and the difference in what uh content creators are versus just photographers or videographers um it i think it hit home (laughs) Um, i even had you know you mentioned um i believe you mentioned in one of your trainings something about uh car you did you mentioned a remote car start and it not being any good unless you know you knew what it was for so i found this clip of bugs bunny trying to crank up a car and it's going <laughs> and use that to help explain it. Yeah, they they found it funny. Um, I, I've got a, a few other projects that are uh, coming to fruition. Uh, a few meet, meetings with some people. Oh, I LLC'd up. Okay, okay. Finally, um, I got a shirt, some shirts, got a couple oh, hats. That's what I'm talking about. Okay, my, my cards are in the mail, and sky's the limit. Got the brand. How eye. good does it feel to wear your own logo? Yes. <laughs> that's what I'm talking about. And that's the benefit yeah. of when you join the community, you get to people think it's just you joining for me. No, you get to meet other people that that's that's somewhere in the process that you can communicate with and 
and just help with certain things, man. That's what's great about it. So you know how you um he you, you talk about shooting for free. Yeah. This same school system, well, I didn't shoot for free. Uh, but so in May, uh, the assistant principal reached out to me uh, this past May, um, and I'm still not sure how she got my information. And you don't ask when the Lord moves. That's right. Uh, but she said, um, I-, "I hear you're a hobbyist shooter, and I hear you're damn good." And I'm going, mm, "Okay." would you like to shoot for us? And I'm going, what about the parents? We're not letting the parents on the sidelines anymore. As a matter of fact, it just be, don't you have a website where you can just put your stuff up and they can buy them? We're the, and that was her providing value to the parents outside of just get out of here. Right. Um, so this, I, I kind of showed myself approved, if you will, not the dude coming in, like you said, dirty shoes, all caked up and always clean, always primped, always trying to be on time. Just, just professional. Uh, just, the little just, things. Yep. yep. Worth it. You you show up and you look worth it. Um, mm-hmm. good friend of mine got shoot better sports. Check out his YouTube channel. He posts a lot of good good gems in the in the area of sports and working with uh schools and things like that. Me and him did a lot of NFL stuff together. So if you get a chance, uh R- Ricky, my boy Ricky over there was in the military together, combat photographers. Brother from another mother. So he definitely got a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. What about you, Jim? I know you got your hand up too. You got a, you got a W with you. Oh, wait, let me make sure you, uh, you good to go. There you go. I still can't got hear the it. child lock on tonight. There you go. I hear you now. <laughs> <laughs> so no, we, yeah, I had that client reach out and we're actually going to go meet. Um, we had a great Zoom meeting, and we're going to be going up to their facility. Can you can you tell them Monday a little, with a small Can you tell them a little crew. bit about the client? Can you tell them a little bit about? Can you share with them a little bit about the client? I know um, they would like this client would like to us produce a series of about six forty five minute to one hour episodes to be aired on a streaming service. There, that was more difficult. That's how hard it is sometimes. I'd be on here. So, and um, yeah, so that that's a unique experience for us. And I'm actually I'm tired of watching TV because they gave us a lot of examples of, oh, we really like the way that this is done, and we really like the way this is done. And it'd be one thing if it was something that I was super passionate about, but. I'm watching it from a producer director's point of view, trying to see all the things that they enjoy about it and making notes. So it's, it just, it so ruins it. It's like, what'd you do all day? I, I watched episodes of different series and made a lot of notes and tried to not fall asleep. Think, <laughs> think about also bring think about also bringing in a, a producer to just manage everything and that way you can show up and be like all right what we got well and that's one of the things that we would end up doing it looks like is we would assign a team of guys that would go and work on it and i'm thinking you're right with that monday wednesday friday thing yep. um but we would assign a team that would have to go there and it would take i mean we're probably talking months of filming, but it would definitely be well worth it. Well, well, well worth it. And it, I mean, it's just a unique experience. 
And it just so happens to coincide with all that new cinematic equipment I just ordered for the studio. Yeah, that's good. And you get to use a lot of it too. And the good thing about shooting that type of content is you're not going to use everything. So you get to try a lot of stuff out. Two, three, nine, nine, six. You get to, you get to, uh oh, somebody's tapping into their safe. You get to try a lot of things out that you get to play around with. Yeah. No, it's, um, it's going to be a lot of fun. I, and, and we actually really hit it off with the clients and, um, yeah, it's, we're real excited about it. Probably the funny part is, is I think they're more excited and they said they found us through, um, I think it was YouTube or we have constant ads playing with pixels and stuff with our, um, different Google, YouTube, and Facebook. And they said, um, they had been working with another company for some other stuff and it was okay, but it wasn't what they wanted. And, um, as they kept talking and visiting and doing things, our ads kept popping up. (laughs) And and he said, you know, finally, I I just couldn't believe it. He's like, it was like an hour and a half away from us up here in the middle of nowhere. Why uh, this can't be real. And so he cold called us off of that. And I thought, are you kidding me? Even I was speculative when he called, I'm like, Oh, Oh, you want to do what? That oh, one, and you're where that one job is going to oh, okay. pay for that whole ad campaign. That one job is going to pay for that whole ad campaign. And so, oh, that one that one job is going to pay for a new building. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> off that one ad campaign, that's yeah, and off of that ad campaign, that's I. We'll see here. I mean, it ain't done, but it, we'll see. I mean, we're going to go up there on Monday, and it's weird saying up there because nothing's above us except for Canada. So <laughs> it's gonna be colder and colder. Just you know, I don't want to. You know, it was eighty degrees here today. You know, I don't want to. You know, so I'm gonna give send a little of that heat up there, just so when you go up further north, it ain't gonna be too too cold. But you know, <laughs> I know you're gonna be in four wheel drive wherever you got to go. So I hope it, a little bit of heat come up there for you, so the drive ain't as bad. You know what I mean? No, no, it'll be good. I mean, it's it's been warming up. It's all. It's still warm out right now. It's 13 degrees. Wow. Yeah. So yeah. I ain't complaining for that. That's a uh, short, short socks weather a little bit. How's that's, the wind? Right. <laughs> well, it's not as bad as when I lived in North Dakota. At least there's, a, there's more than two trees over here. That's true. That's good to hear. Well, this is what I'll do. Uh, gold member standby. So we can go to the after hour. Let me go ahead and close out. Cause we're going to have a, uh, it's a long day. It's gonna be a long day. It's gonna be. A, it's gonna be. A, well, we'll talk about. It. We'll talk about it in a minute. Stand by, gold members. Stand by, gold members. So, real quick, just want to make sure I talk about everything. There, you guys go because I get a lot of messages. I can't do post both on the screen at the same time. But um, remember, there is a lot of ways to beat the cheap guy, and a lot of it has to do with value. Making sure you sell value to your client and making sure you understand what's valuable for your client. The biggest mistake you can make in life when it comes to understanding what's valuable for your client is thinking, you know, got to pull yourself out of that situation, out of that equation. And you'll get so much further if you get a a beta client or, or a few beta clients and bounce the ideas off of them. Trust me, every time I've done this, every time I've done this, 
I've been so blown away at the information that I got. I'm like, wow, really? Here I am overthinking it, trying to provide level 200 and you need level three and a half and was willing to pay, you know, 20 times what I wanted for level three and a half. That's really how I got into corporate work in general, because the work was easier. The work was a whole lot easier, but the money was a whole lot better. So keep that in mind. When you are working with your clients, make sure you got beta clients and somebody to test it off of so that you have a understanding of what is valuable to that client and then punch them in the throat with it. It's really that simple. What I'm going to ask you guys to do is hit that like, share, subscribe button like all the other YouTubers you watch that beg you to do it from the time you click on a video to the time you get off. It helps the channel grow. Share this. That's what I'm going to ask you to do. I'm going to ask you to go on Facebook somewhere. I'm going to ask you to go to your favorite um, group your favorite photography videography group and share this in that group I challenge you all to do that if you're a diehard Flash Film Academy watcher if you've learned something if you've learned anything from this I challenge you to go to your favorite Facebook group that's about photography and videography and share this video that's what you can do for me I really would appreciate that so do a little bit more than like sharing subscribing but if you can do that It'll make the world a better place. Um, with that being said, I am going to see you all next week. Same time, same channel. We got a lot of content dropping down in the link below. If you like shorts, we're moving them to a different page. So make sure you subscribe to that page in the description and uh, y'all be safe. We're about to go to this after hour. We can cut up and do all the cussing and fussing we want to. That's when the real crazy stories come out. So if you missed it, I can't even repeat it. YouTube will have me kicked out quick if I repeat some of the stuff that, uh, we hear about in the uh in the after hours so make sure you guys be safe and i will see you all in the next video you've been listening to content and cash a flash film academy podcast make sure to subscribe to the youtube channel and go to our webpage at www.flashfilmacademy.com